Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. We are challenged to live a life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just a typical everyday? We unpack the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas most of us work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend, and I'll introduce you to some of mine as we engage in coffee chats about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Red Rover Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and I'm so grateful you chose to tune in today. We are about to hit a milestone. That's right. The Red River Podcast turns one this week, and we can't wait to celebrate with you. So because it's our birthday week, we are giving away seven books to celebrate with you because, you know, when it's a birthday, there's usually gifts. And what better way to celebrate a birthday for our podcast than to give you a gift for listening. So here's how you can join the giveaway. It is a point system. So the more points you earn, the better chances you have to win one of these incredible books. We are celebrating with seven books that we're going to be giving away to seven lucky winners. And the way you can win these books is by doing a couple of things. So like I said, it's a point system. So here are the first three ways you can earn five points. The first way is join our email list. If you log on to hookstocrook.com and join our email list, you earn yourself five points. Pretty simple, huh? Then if you follow us on Instagram, so if you go to Instagram and you look up hooks to crook and you choose to follow us, you earn another five points. And then the final way to earn five points is by writing a five-star review on the Apple podcast. Screenshot it and either DM me on Instagram or email me. That is how you win another five points. So if you choose to do all three of those, you've just earned yourself 15 points. Now, if you want to go above and beyond and you want to go to that next level, here's how you do that. On our post that we that we put on Instagram that talk about the Red River podcast, if you tag a friend, okay, if you tag a friend, you earn one point per each friend. You can tag as many friends as you like, and every one of them will be an extra point. For you. And that's exactly how my friend Lucinda won. She started tagging her friends as well as doing all these other three things to earn herself some incredible points. And she received our very first book that we gave away, which was Find Your People by Jenny Allen. Now, you may be thinking, oh, I wanted that book. Well, guess what? I got a second copy. That's right. There's another copy we are giving away of Find Your People with by Jenny Allen that just recently came out. Guys, this book is so good. I could not put it down. I enjoyed it so much. And so I wanted to make sure another lucky person would be have would have the opportunity to win it. We also have some oldies but goodies like Jesus Calling that is in the mix. We have a children's book that was written by a dear friend of mine. As We even have a Bible study that was written by a friend of mine, Tisha Van Reep, who was on our episode a couple weeks back. And I'll even put her show 
link inside our show notes as well. So if you want to go and listen to my conversation with Tisha, you can. Um, I attended Tisha's branch group. She has a group of women that meet once a month and they just they talk about scripture. They they go through a Bible study that she is working through. And this week when I went, she was talking about the resurrection and ha- living a resurrected life. And friends, it was so good. It really empowered me and just really had me start looking at other ways I can live a resurrected life. So I know her Bible study is is vacation Bible study. And I know, I know you're going to love it. So that is one of the books that we're giving away as well. Guys, I cannot wait. Like these books are so good and I think you're going to love them. Again, check out the show notes to find out all the list of all the books that we're giving away and find, make sure that you earn your points, right? If you are already an email subscriber, guess what? You just got five points. If you follow us on Instagram, you got five points. So that right there is 10 points. So how can you go above all the rest? Well, write a review or tag a friend. Tag a friend on Instagram. Friends, today's episode is so good. My guest, Rachel Gilbert, I chose to have her come on because this season we have been talking about God is bigger than our excuses. If you didn't know, recently we polled our social media because that's one of the ways that we like to hear from you guys is to poll social media. I asked you, what has stopped you in the past from saying yes to the calling on your life? And y'all, I loved your honesty. You guys gave such great responses. Like I had to walk down the wrong path before I surrendered and chose his path. I mean, I've, I've related to that. Some others have actually said, I disengaged with God for a while, hoping that he would choose someone else more qualified for that position. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever thought maybe if I don't talk to God, he won't, he won't ask me to do this. I have. Well, today in, in our show, I talk with Rachel about the feeling of being unqualified and Rachel and I unpack that today. So Rachel's a wife, a mom, She is a licensed counselor, an LPC associate. She's a business owner, an author of a book that's coming out in March 2023. Y'all put it on your calendar. She is a speaker, a podcast host of The Real Talk with Rachel. And Rachel loves to help women find their voice and be brave enough to use it. She loves to have real conversations to help women live free so they can pursue their God-given dreams. Y'all, I had so much fun talking with Rachel on this episode, and she has a wealth of wisdom. So you're going to want to grab a piece of paper and a pen with your favorite cup, and let's dive into my chat with Rachel Gilbert. Hey, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the Red River Podcast. Thank you for having me. I always love sitting in this seat of podcast. (laughs) Well, I can't wait for us to talk about how God is bigger than our excuses. And before we start, though, I'd love for you to share a little bit about yourself, about your passion and how that's influenced your life. Yeah, well, you know, I am married and I've got three kids and I am I feel like I'm one of those people who I have a lot of passions. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, man, what is it? Um, So my husband and I, we love to just kind of on a personal level, we love to work out together. I taught group fitness for over a decade. We own an integrated medical practice. And so we're both very passionate about just 
whole person wellness. Um, and of course, as believers, then we really are passionate about bringing God into all of that because he was the one who created it. Right. And so that's a passion of ours just as a couple marriage is a passion of ours, but then I just love to see women. Um, I count, I am a counselor and I love to see women walk in freedom, just whatever that looks like, whatever it is that's hanging them up, whether it's something as deep as past trauma to something like we're talking about today, you know, reasons that we kind of hold back on the call that God has for our lives. It makes me really excited to walk alongside women and go, Oh, I figured out what it is that's holding you back. And here's some tools to get you moving forward. That's awesome. I love that. And we do, we need somebody sometimes to, to come alongside us and to see the things that we're not seeing for ourselves to kind of just inspire us to come, to kind of move forward in those. So I love that you do that. And what was a timeline for you when you heard that calling in your own life to when you actually embraced that call? Yeah. You know, so I now do use my voice aside from being a counselor. I'm a speaker. I'm a podcast host myself. I'm writing my first book. And if you had known me, I'm the baby of five. And if you knew me as a kid, I was that little girl who, if somebody asked me my name, I would run hide behind my mom and couldn't even tell people my name, you know, and I had older siblings who spoke for me. I almost didn't pass kindergarten because I wouldn't tell the teachers my ABCs and numbers and stuff. And so they thought I just didn't know them. My mom had to actually go up to the school and say, she knows them. She's just too shy to say them out loud. And so it was, it, that was my life growing up. And so even now when people who knew me from when I was a kid, even a teenager, even my young twenties, uh, they are going, what you use your voice to help other people? Who are you? What happened? They're so confused by it. And I love those kinds of things though. Cause only God can get the credit for that. Right. Uh, and so that was, it's just been fun. That's the timeline of, you know, like I said, into my twenties, that was my name. I, I wore, I wore shy, like a badge of honor. That was like, mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? Yes. I am the shy girl. I am the wallflower. I am the behind the scenes girls. And I was, I am okay with that. And I remember to give you a fast forward, I was sitting in a women's conference watching the speaker and she was one of those bold, passionate. In fact, you all probably know her, Christine Kane. And uh, yes. she's, if you've listened to her speak, she is fiery. She is in, you know, she's out there and just, you know, gets you fired up. And I remember the Lord just whispering to my heart going, you're going to do that one day. And I'm like, what? Like, I just kind of had one of those, no way. I'm not going to speak up on a stage. You're, that's crazy. I must've misheard. And I even shared it with a mentor that I thought I heard that. And even she at the time was like, yeah, I don't, that, I don't think that's accurate. Like even she was like, I don't, I mean, yeah, probably not, but okay. And while of course I'm not a Christine Kane, nor do I want to be, cause we don't need multiples of the same person. I do now use my voice and I have found my voice and I am now brave enough to use it. And um, that started with just my using my voice actually started back when, do you guys remember when Periscope was around? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was before Facebook lives. And I would go on there and I would get this weird boldness. I still am this way. I get bold when it comes to these online platforms. I think I'm more bold online than I am in real life. Um, but I would, I would just, the Lord would give me a word and I'd get on there and I would share it. And all of a sudden I got really brave and um, I started using my voice and Lots of different doors opened after that. I'm happy to tell you as much of it as you want, but that's kind of just the gist of it. 
That's incredible. And I, and I love how you talked about just that hesitation and why you chose to, why that hesitation was there. And that really brings us to our next question because we polled people um, and we asked, what was it that stopped you in the past from saying yes to the calling on your life? And one of their responses was, I felt unqualified to step out in this calling. And I wanted to know why was this particular response something that resonated with you? Well, as you just heard me say, I grew up with that label of shy. So the speaking piece, I immediately was thinking, there's no way God could be calling me to use my voice. I'm, I don't speak, you know, in fact, somebody had asked me at one point um, when I was in college, this was before that I felt like God told me I was going to speak. I had my youth pastor called and asked me if I would speak to the girls in the college group. And mind you, it was a big group. It was like a group of a thousand girls on body image. And I did not think I did not pray. I just said, no, I don't speak. Like I just, it was a straight up. No, like I'm not a speaker. No. And he was like, well, maybe you should pray about it. And I'm like, okay, sure. But I never prayed about it. I'm just going to tell you straight up. Like I never like, (laughs) no, I don't speak. I just immediately said no. And it's kind of funny because the book I'm writing now is on body image. So God, God, you know, he has that sense of humor. He's like, okay, give it a decade and then you'll talk about it. And, Mm -hmm. um, anyhow, so where was I going with this? The unqualified. So that's the speaking piece. And then the writing piece where I felt unqualified was, uh, I'm really growing up with strong in math. English was always a struggle for me Mm -hmm. and, you know, grammar and all those things. And so then the writing piece, I argued through not feeling qualified because I'm going, I'm the least qualified. I could tell I told God all the people who have much better grammar than I do. And why would you call somebody who has a mathematical mind to write a book that doesn't make any sense? And so I could sit here all day and tell you all the reasons that I told God I am not the girl for this job. You have mistaken. (laughs) That's funny. That's so funny because I can relate to what you're saying. Uh, When God called me to to write and speak, I have dyslexia. And so writing and speaking that that just doesn't work for me. I prefer to be in the background. I prefer to pray for you. I prefer to, to talk, you know, to you one-on-one, but to stand up in front of a crowd is not happening. (laughs) So I, I relate to that. Now I'm sure there's other listeners who are relating to that. And I'd love for you to, to share some wisdom though, with them who are struggling with that feeling of I'm unqualified to step out into this what would you say to them? And is there a scripture maybe that you have used to help you propel you forward in this calling in your life? Yeah, the scripture that I used in the beginning and I still find myself using is 2 Timothy 1, 7. And it is for God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but power, love, and a sound mind. And I still quote that verse out loud when I feel fear coming on me, because really that's what's lying at the root of a lot of this is fear, fear of all the unknowns, fear, fear of man, fear of failure, fear, fear of success, fear of all the stuff. Right. And so when I saw that fear was lying at the root of what was making me not want to step out, I realized, wait a second, God's word says, that fear is a spirit, right? Because it said, God didn't give me a spirit of fear. It literally says that there. He didn't give me that spirit of fear. So Mm -hmm. I will just reject that spirit and say, okay, hold on. This spirit of fear, it's not from God. I don't have to agree with it. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. And so that I can walk confidently in 
my call. So that was the scripture I clung to. But then also the Lord taught me that really some of this is a false humility, you know, Mm -hmm. of like going, oh, I'm just little old me, you know, little old. Well, yeah, it's little old me, but guess what? I have a big old Jesus in me, you know? And so if I really believe that there's a big old God that lives in me, it shouldn't be about me. It should be about him. It should be about pointing people to him and giving him glory. And when I stopped making it about myself and about my own insecurities, my own, you know, reasons that I didn't feel qualified. And I said, well, you know what, here's the truth. I'm not qualified, but God is Amen. (laughs) since he lives in me, as long as he lives in me and I'm, you know, letting him be Lord of my life. When I open my mouth, it should be good because he's coming out. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Absolutely. Well, and as you were talking, I was, you know, you said that this is, this is a lie and you're right that this is, this is a a spirit of fear is not from the, it's not from God. It is only from the enemy. And uh, I don't know, do you know who Kim Walker Smith is? She's a, she's a singer, but she's, she sings a song called uh, protector. And in that her lyric is I come out of agreement with the lie that that I am on my own. Um, and I think that is exactly what you're saying here is that we're coming out of agreement with these lies of, of the spirit of fear. And we need to step into what is true and, and know that God is with us and we do not have to fear anything because he does not give us that spirit of fear. So I love that. Absolutely. Um, when I said yes, finally to actually embrace this calling in my life. It was, took me about seven years. And because I did, I struggled with that fear of success and fear of failure. And you're right. That root is fear. But, um, as I started struggling with these, I know, uh, when we step out in something unknown, we can, we tend to, to battle with one of those two is it, was there one of those that you really struggled with fear of success or fear of failure before you stepped out into your calling? You know, I'm right there with you. I can relate to both. And I think it also depends on the season. It depends on the exact thing that it is that I'm stepping out into. But I think I expected the failure. Failure felt comfortable to me. It was Mm -hmm. what I felt like I knew. Um, And so I think if I had to choose between those two, I would say, probably more the fear of success and what that looked like. What does success even look like? Is there, I also just feared being addicted to success, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, like Mm -hmm. getting a taste of some success, this, that whatever I deem to be success, right. Cause we could define that word on its own and going, Ooh, I could turn this into an idol. Cause I, Mm -hmm. you know, and chase, start chasing it and go, Ooh, that was, I liked the taste of that. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like some more of that, please. Right. <laughs> and right. go down that long, slippery, scary road of turning into this person that you don't even recognize anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can, I understand that. And I, I even worry with success and how it would even affect my family, mm-hmm. you know, and how that, that would, um, just praying over that and making sure that God would protect us from whatever, the enemy would want to put it in our path because again, that, that success, whatever that may be for us, um, it, it can, you know, be an idol. It can be something that ends up to kind of causes us to swerve in a, in a lane that's not our own but to be in. Now, I know for me, one of the things that I've realized though, with success is that 
you know, I've had to learn how to build my faith and trust in God and allow him to, to cultivate my pace, to keep me at his pace um, and not expect to be at someone else's pace, somebody, you know, and, and watch somebody else as they're going through faster. I'm having to learn, okay, that's not my road. My road is to be here doing the things that God has put me here to do and um, finding his pace and being content in his pace um, is something that I've learned how that once I say yes to fruit starts to come. Mm. And I wanted to know, was there, can you share a moment in your own journey where looking back now, you can see God has interceded for you to maintain your pace? Yeah. You know, I actually, uh, my husband and I just recently ran a half marathon and I've ran one marathon and I have to always give a disclaimer about these because I'm not fast. It's a completion thing for me. But when I trained for my first marathon, I trained with the group and the uh, coaches, each, each pace group had a coach. And of course, I thought I wanted to be in a particular pace group, right? Because I'm like, that looks like the pace group for me. That looks like a fun pace. And I tried it day one and I was breathing so hard. I could keep up with them, but I was breathing so hard that my coach ran up beside me and he said, Rachel, he said, you cannot complete this race at this pace. He said, I know you're keeping up with us on these shorter distances, you know, three or four miles, but you can't run 26 miles at this pace. And so I had to, um, you know, humble myself and drop back a pace group and it was perfect. And the training was great. And I feel like that parallels my journey of walking into this call. I, I run this race at my own pace. And whenever I am tempted to speed up and go, man, I would like to see more growth. I would like to be where she is and where they are and all this. I lose joy in the journey. I want to quit. And I am like, what am I doing this for? And so even just here recently, I feel like the Lord does send because I'm running. It feels like such a slow pace. Sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I even moving? Like, am I, am I in place? Am I on a treadmill or something? This, that's sometimes what my pace feels like, you know, on this journey and the Lord will send sweet people to along methods on Instagram, or even just last weekend, I was at a basketball game for my son and I had a lady come up to me. I don't know this woman. And she just said, I just want you to know, I listened to your podcast and it really, you know, blesses me. And those, those moments are just sweet reminders from the Lord that, Hey, I know it feels like you're barely moving. I know it feels like you don't even know if you're making a difference, but I promise that you are. And I just feel like it goes back to, I had a mentor tell me success is obedience. And that's what I've had to redefine success for myself as instead of numbers, instead of accolades, instead of all this stuff, uh, really just focusing, has the Lord told me to do it? Yes or no. If the answer is yes, then great. I'm successful because I just stepped out and I did it regardless of what the outcomes are. And so, yeah, the, I feel like, but those kinds of examples, I could tell you story after story of moments where I was like, you know what? I think we should quit. <laughs> I think we're done here. And the Lord will just send a sweet reminder some way of somebody going, no, I'm listening. It matters. Your voice matters. You're making a difference. Keep going. Amen. And that, I will say that that is something that really sweetens my heart too. When I hear those things, cause you're right. It, it is a, it can be kind of a lonely 
world doing this job. Uh, whether you're podcasting, whether you're a writer, whether you're, you know, a, a blogger, whatever that may be, it can be a lonely job. And, um, and so learning to stay at God's pace um, is, is the key. And I love, I love that. Um, now, we're going to have so many people that are going to want to know, how can they connect with you, Rachel? Because you have given so much great wisdom. And I do enjoy your podcast as well. Friends, you need to listen and check her out. Um, so before, before I let you go, I'd love for you to share with our people how to become your people and where can they find you? Yes. Well, thank you for letting me speak into lives. Uh, my main hub is my website and it is my name, rachelgilbert.com. You do spell my name with an extra A. Thanks mom and dad. It's R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Uh, and on there you can find my podcast. It's real talk with Rachel. You can find information about my counseling services and then, I, for fun, I like to hang out on Instagram and my handle there is at Rachel J Gilbert. Fantastic. And friends, you're going to want to check out Rachel. Remember, show her some love and friends. I just want to remind you when you do choose to step out and what God has called you to do, let your yes be your success and then give God the rest till next time. Hey friend, I hope you enjoyed my chat today. If you did, would you let me know by writing a short review? Also, one of the simplest ways for us to live a life on mission is to share the knowledge you learn. So if there was a friend that you thought about during this show that you think, hmm, I bet they would be inspired to hear today's episode, then can I encourage you to share it? You never know how it can impact somebody for the better. So again, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm glad you came. Until next week, remember... Let your yes be your success and give God the rest.